to my podcast and my channel and thank you for those who are subscribing on Rumble. At least we're able to get a little more accurate information out on Rumble right now, but thank you if you tune into YouTube. Uh, please check my blog. Follow my blog if you want latest updates that might be a discretionary information and uh, thank you for tuning into my podcast. Got several quite a few countries uh, listening and I'm so excited about that. So welcome and let's try to stay focused on the Lord because chaos is upon us and Satan is the God of chaos and he also is the God of lying and deception. So he will deceive even the elect if he can. So we are in those end times. We are in those end days. I personally believe we're in the last three and a half years already. We're in the tribulation. I believe uh, that the little horn is definitely has a voice and is speaking, but he's behind the scenes. I'll explain a little bit more. I have this, uh, I love this um, phrase that I heard from a sister in the Lord uh, on Sid Roth the other day. She said, the Lord's mercy has not run out. It's just time has run out. So the Lord has his times and his seasons. And he said that when Israel was a generation old, and generation is 70 years in the Bible, the treaty was signed for Israel to become a nation. The Lord said, when that nation is 70 year old, old look up. My, the redemption is nigh. So that was uh, in the Revelation 12 sign at the end of 2017. And I believe the last seven years started then. So the personal word that I received on August 20th, 2021 is the great harvest has begun. The great harvest has begun. Now, again, mainstream Christianity uh, isn't always what the Lord is doing. So if you read the Left Behind series and you're all waiting to get raptured out of here and there are certain events that you think are going to happen based on that book, I encourage you to throw out that book. And trust the Lord. Uh, none of his disciples understand what he was doing when he went to the cross. And, and very few of us are going to understand it at this time. But I've been thinking about the harvest. So August 20th, um, that was about the time of the beginning of this uh, pullout in Afghanistan. And the reason why I think this Afghanistan is significant, uh, because we always, always things have gotten better, like the Lord has kept things together. And, you know, the troops will come in and, and calm the region or whatever. But I believe we're the violence and those things may start to escalate um, even worse. And I need to tell you a little bit of history behind the Taliban and behind Al-Qaeda and ISIS so you can understand uh, where I'm coming from with those organizations and how I feel like they're hooked up to the Little Horn. So we know the Little Horn um, is the Antichrist and he has he has a voice in the last three and a half years. The beast, the little horn, uh, is who's the Antichrist in Revelation thirteen five. 
was given a mouth to utter words and blasphemies and exercise its authority for 42 months. That's three and a half years. It opens its mouth to blaspheming God and slanders name and his dwelling place and those who live there. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, nation, and all inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, those who have not been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But he's been on the scene for a while. So I believe that in the year 2000, that was the year 6000 in Hebrew. So that was the corrected Hebrew calendar was the year 6000. And so 2000 was a very significant turning of events. So basically the age of the Gentiles is over. You can watch my videos on that. I saw the end of the universe. So I saw the universe scrolling back uh, like a when the fig tree loses its leaves in the untimely season and the universe scrolls back and I had a vision at the end of the universe. And it's too much to cover in one video, so I encourage you to watch my videos. But 9-11, so let's just go back to 9-11. When I believe and calculating the last seven, we believe that the first four seals were broken on 9-11. So the reason we believe this is because the Twin Towers, there's nothing else in, so the, the four horses of the apocalypse are mirrored in Zechariah 6 about the four horses of the apocalypse. There's four horses that go out in Zechariah 6 and there's four horses that go out in Revelation um, 6, I think. And so there's these Twin Towers of Zechariah, the Twin Bronze Towers. The twin towers made man-made towers. So there's only those two towers that would ever equal that symbol in Zechariah that has been built on this planet. So the twin towers, um, we believe, were the, the breaking of those four seals. And that was the beginning of terrorism. So just kind of think about terrorism today. Like, that began the terrorists um, that we began to know in our generation. So if you remember 9-11 before that, everyone, a lot of people just thought Islam was the same God that we worship. It's one God. And they kind of lumped it in with Christianity and Judaism. But 9-11 set that apart that, oh, maybe they don't believe in the same God. And it uh, the Al-Qaeda and Taliban and ISIS, so those those groups began to cause terror. And I believe the Little Horn, so I believe the Little Horn is uh, based out of the UAE. And I'm not going to disclose who I think that is. But the Little Horn um, definitely has a play in these terrorist groups going out. So we've had worldwide terror going on since 9-11. So they pop up here, they pop up there. The last report I was listening to, there was about 30 to 40 active wars going on in the world at any given point, whether it be the Philippines, whether it be Africa, whether it be in Europe or in Turkey, there's 30 to 40 active wars going on all the time against these terrorist groups. And they pop up and they cause terror and they're all connected. So Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and Taliban are all connected. And they uh, are also connected with the UAE and what I believe is the Little Horn. So 
when the Lord said uh, on August 20th, 2021, that the great harvest has begun, um, now we want to think and we think in the in our you know our minds about the harvest. Um, we think all these souls are going to get saved and this incredible outpouring, worldwide outpouring, and it's going to be filled with stadiums, you know, people filling the stadiums and all these people coming to the Lord, which may happen as well. Um, but if you think about the harvest, we have to go back to the first harvest, the first church and the first harvest. Um so the first harvest was when Peter got up on the day of Shavuot, which is Pentecost, and he spoke in tongues, and 3,000 members were added to the church that day. Now, they usually only counted the men, and that included the women and children, so that could be as many as 15,000 were added that day. Now, the first church went out, and I, I found this article that I thought was really good, in Christianity today. It's called um, The Blood of the Martyrs, Seed for the Harvest. So it's by Rumi uh, Kadam Rofi uh, in Press Services International. But he's kind of putting into words what I want to say. And the first harvest of the church, the church was built on the blood of the martyrs. So Every single apostle was martyred, and in the flourishing days of the early church, 3,000, thousands and thousands of Christians died every single day. So that's when the Caesar was in power, and they threw them in the lion's dens, and uh, the Christians had to be in the catacombs. They were underground, but but if you read stories, so I've always been... Um, just encouraged by their martyrs and always been um, interested in the martyrs my whole life. So if you read about their testimonies, they're just incredible. Like they were counting it joy if they were thrown into the lion's den, counting it joy to be persecuted by, because the Lord himself was persecuted. You know, Peter the apostle died upside down on the cross. He said, I'm not even worthy to be, um, crucified like his Lord. So the first church, the first harvest, this is the Shavuot, this is the first harvest, it's the fulfillment of the harvest of the church, was built on the blood of the martyrs. So does that give us any picture of this harvest that is starting? I don't know. I've just been thinking about it and I wanted to put it forth. Um, the early church was greatly persecuted, and yet there was an incredible harvest of souls. There seems to be a connection between martyrdom and the harvest. God himself had to sow his only son to reap the world. So the early church uh, leaders were no stranger to persecution and martyrdom. Uh, many of them were beheaded and jailed, fed to lions, and burned at the stake. And they counted it undeniable glory and they experience undeniable glory and it is said that they even rejoice when given over to the lions so more along in this article is talking about that harvest do we need to be prepared in our hearts that the great harvest the last harvest will also um the lord promises us in tribulation in revelation that there will be 
great tribulation and the the little horn will overcome the saints and if there so there's all these um the Taliban in um in Afghanistan right now so this article was August 18 2021 um the Taliban is uh committed in terms of this article this was in CBN news um this church leader warns the Taliban are going to eliminate the Christian population of Afghanistan. Now, when I started, I was praying for the Taliban uh, when they started to take over Afghanistan, um, not to mention everything going on with Biden. I'll get to that. But I was praying for the Taliban and, and who are there any souls in the Taliban that the Lord would want to save or are they all retribute? And I had a, a, a picture of the, the martyrs of, of the, har the harvest. And uh, so, you know, I hate to bring this out. I hate to talk about it, but could it be when the, um, so we believe the, the fifth seal broke when the Coptic Christians were, beheaded on YouTube, and that was a worldwide event. Everyone could see it. But many of those uh, leaders that beheaded those Coptic Christians got saved. And over and over in the Islamic world, so there's this thing, um, I forget what it's called, it's the 1040 window or something. It was a, a Christian effort to put forth prayer and evangelism for Islamic souls. And I've been involved in my own um, prayer life and my own evangelistic life in helping save people from Islam. But the Lord said that Islamic people will not be saved without the blood of the martyrs. And so again, we are talking about Christians getting martyred, but it creates a harvest around them because their faith is so strong that they are able to go to death knowing that their kingdom is not of this earth. Hebrews 11, he says that there are those who did not receive the promises on this earth because they were not even worthy of this earth and they were beheaded and cut asunder and fed to lions, but they're looking for a city that is heavenly looking for a city that is not of this earth and looking for new Jerusalem. And so Christians, we need to get our head wrapped around this. There's a Christian martyred in the world every 11 minutes. It continually has been. It's hard when we're in the U.S. because we've had so much protection and so much blessing. And we also know that we are under a certain amount of judgment. But I still believe that U.S. Uh, is basically a pretty safe place. There's pockets that are going to be pretty safe. I, 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 I think I believe that even though I'm not a Biden supporter, I, I believe that God may be using him to actually be getting these immigrants in um, because they God wants them here for the end times. I also believe uh, there was some contact with Trump uh, with the little horn that God was not wanting to happen. So for different reasons, I had prophesied that, uh, you know, Trump was not going to win that election, that last election. I do believe he's going to reemerge on the scene at some point, but I'm not sure exactly how. And also, God may be using Biden because it is the end times and 
these things must come to pass. I mean, the little horn must um, begin to dominate the earth. So uh, I hate to talk about that too, but just food for thought, food for thought. That's just kind of my little overview on that. But my main thrust right here, as you can hear, is about the harvest. And maybe it's not what we think. And maybe it's greater than we think. And maybe it's it's something that we need to kind of open our minds to. And I think the way to prepare is in your heart. It's it's always in our hearts. I mean, we need to read the scriptures as they really are. If you love me and follow me and lay down your life and pick up your cross, you know, you're worthy of me. Um, he who loves his life will lose it. He who loses his life for my sake will find it in eternal life. Um, a seed that dies... Um, doesn't die remains alone but the seed that dies bears much fruit and so that is talking about the harvest the seeds that die bear much fruit so what i'm saying is i hope all the christians get out of afghanistan but if there's martyrdom let's trust the lord that this may be a way to save some of the people and create a harvest in that region and the other thing I'm saying is things are probably not going to calm down. They're probably going to escalate because we're not in that time anymore where the Lord's keeping it together. We're in that time where the Lord is allowing the beast system to permeate the earth for his purposes for his time. Now, I still believe that those who are watching can be counted worthy and escape this tribulation, but I don't believe it's a rapture of our bodies. And and I've talked a lot about that. There's hidden chambers. There's a rapture seek, hiding you in his presence. So, but I don't want you to be concentrating on that. I want you to be concentrating on loving your life, not unto death. Because that is the time we're in, in Revelation. He says, this is the time when we love our life, not unto death. So I want to read this um scriptures to you so revelation chapter 12 which you know i believe we were in that we've seen the great sign the revelation 12 sign with the woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head we've seen the dragon sign with the seven heads and the ten horns and the seven crowns on its head i have a video about that what we believe is the the dragon sign um, the enemy um, is, is the dragon has pursuing the male child, which is us. We're sorry. the dragon uh, is pursuing the woman about to give birth. Um, the woman is um, the church, and the birth is the birth of the one new man, the, the new child of us, all us, Jew or Greek being one in him, which we believe already happened, the birth of that, that child. The child being the one new man, the promised one new man of the two sticks coming together of Gentile and Jew. And we believe that happened around Passover last year. So then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now has come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them 
before our God, day and night, has been hurled down. So we believe the enemy is here now. He has a short time. I believe he came around Passover of this year, 2021, when Satan's feet hit the ground and we saw Satan's shoes. I have a video on that. But they, us Christians, they triumphed over Satan by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. They don't they don't love their lives so much that they're not willing to die for him. So rejoice, heavens, and you dwell in them, for woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down and he is has great fury because he's here for a short time. So I believe we're in the time of the wilderness. I believe some people have been flown into the wilderness or God is protecting them in the wilderness. Um, there's a great protection over the true um, people of Israel. So there is, um, and a lot of them are going to be, you know, persecuted and everything. But I just kind of want to get on to chapter 13 because... Um, what really stood out to me in when when the Lord said the great harvest has begun, uh, I looked up. I wanted to look up a little bit about the last harvest, but let's see. Before I get to that, uh, well, yeah, let, let me just get to that. So, in Revelation fourteen, it talks about the harvest, the angel that's called to harvest. So, um, Revelation 14, it talks about the 144,000. Okay, so I believe the 144,000 are already here. Um, God does everything, like, not everything, but he does a lot of things discreetly and hidden. Um, the 144,000 are those who are undefiled. They are of Jewish tribe descent, and they are most likely men, but if they're men and women, they are all virgins. So they've been undefiled by the world. And a friend of mine in Florida had a young man come up to him on the beach and give him a message, and he said, It's going to get worse, but trust in the Lord and don't give up. Don't give up. And I believe that could have been one of the 144,000. So don't think that we're not in that last three and a half years because they could be actively witnessing right now on the earth. It's just we can't see them and they're not on the, the mainstream news and whatever. Same with the two witnesses. Um, I really believe the Lord said the two witnesses are here, but also they're hidden and possibly until he's decided to reveal who those two witnesses are. Going back to Revelation 14 and the harvest, um, this is after, um, so uh, verse 8 says, Babylon is fallen, Babylon the Great is fallen. Now I heard that Babylon is fallen in March of 2021. So I believe prophetically that's already active, like the Lord is actively bringing down Babylon, which is this world system. But in bringing it down, um, it's going to get worse and tighter as it's as the, it's trying, you know, the, the Lord has given that time for the Antichrist to rise and his system to rise because that's his great judgment over those who don't believe in him. So those the wicked, there will be no rest day or night who worship the beast and its image and for anyone who receives the mark of his name. So we're in that time of the mark of the 
of the beast. And like I've said, I believe it is the COVID passport. That's the precursor to the mark. And that is because the word passport, the green passport that came out in Israel in February of 2021 is called the green mark. It's called the mark in Hebrew. So we want to stay away from that as, as all cost and stay out of that numbering system. The word mark in Hebrew uh, with the green passport, which is the green mark, is written in Hebrew exactly how it is in the Hebrew Bible in Revelation 13 when it talks about the mark of the beast. Uh, and it rose up about the right time, and I'm 99.99999% certain that that is the mark or the precursor to the mark. But at this time, in verse 12, the Lord said, This calls for the patient endurance of the part of the people of God and his commands who remain faithful to Jesus. Now, there's another verse in Revelation 13 which says the same thing. And Revelation 13 is where the false prophet is, is coming together and rising up. Uh, let me go back there just for a second. <clears throat> There's just so much to say. And if you follow my end times videos, you'll have an idea of what I'm actually talking about. And also my end times, uh, the whole series of the podcast. So in Revelation 13, that's when the Lord is giving the little horn or the Antichrist the three and a half years to reign, which I believe we're already in. So this beast, this uh, beast system, there's a beast system, the beast of the sea, and that's made up of governments, nations, um, you know, possibly these terrorist groups, Antichrist, and then there's the beast of the earth, which is the false prophet which gives power to the beast. So that's more like the ideology behind the beast. Um, but the beast system is not what we thought. Like, it's not going to be what mainstream Christianity thought, I don't think. And that's being, that's information. It's being formed. It has a, a voice. It's just not on the world platform yet. So that's uh, something we just have to watch. And as everything else prophetically is not happening as we thought, um, then this also may not play out how we think. Uh, so those who are looking for this peace agreement, um, which have already said in Hebrew, that covenant of peace is the Lord's covenant with us. And he covenanted with us. And the Antichrist... Um, may not ever have a covenant of peace, but their ideology will be that the world will uh, exist cohesively if there aren't any Christians or Jews. So something like that. I mean, that's the ideology behind the false prophet, the fraternity, the human uh, fraternity of brotherhood, the brotherhood of human fraternity, whatever that is. You can you can see it on my, my website and my blog. Okay, just want to interject that in. And the, the Bible says if anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity, they will go. Killed with the sword, the sword, they will be killed. And this calls for the patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. So two verses in these end times, what we're in, is calling on our patient endurance and faithfulness during this time. So I want you to think about those two verses. Um, 
Not to mention the verse in Revelation 24 that he who endures to the end, he or she that endures to the end, will be saved. And loving not our lives unto death, because the that pre-rapture tribulation lie is that um, we are not going to be here. And the Lord says clearly that God's people are going to be here um, with faithfulness, endurance, and persecution. So in Revelation 13, that talks about the two horns coming together for the second beast, the beast of the earth. And I've already said that is the Pope and the Grand Iman that came together in February 4th of 2021 so the lord um put those uh put the false prophet together he the mark so false prophet february 4th 2021 mark covid green passport the green mark in israel came about in february 2021 satan shoes satan uh his time is short comes to earth passover uh, 21. So, and then we entered into the last three and a half years, I believe, around that time. Now, this didn't come from me. This was uh, calculating the last seven. He just decided maybe he could do the genealogy of Jesus, and he stumbled on this timeline, which lines up with the the weeks of Daniel, being in the last week of Daniel. And you can watch uh, in my videos and listen to that because once you line it up, you're like, oh my goodness. And then once he lined it up, the signs were more clear because they were falling in the timelines of the Feast of Israel and, you know, when Passover happened. And, and it's so the, so the, that's why we are able to see these more subtle signs, which the mainstream Christianity is not able to see because they're kind of locked into eschatology and they're so locked into it that they can't see what the Lord is doing. And like I've said before, that's why I have put forth the teaching of calculating the last seven because it lines up with all my prophetic uh, words. And I am the one who saw the two horns of the false prophet join February 4th, 2021. I had a horrific night and the Lord said the two horns of the false prophet are joining. And that's when the Grand Iman and the Pope officially joined. So all my prophetic words uh, have lined up with the prophetic um, interpretations of the ancient Hebrew scriptures in the calculating the last seven. So the false prophet is moving and they have had events in the UAE where I also believe the little horn, the Antichrist dwells. And so they're all moving together is what I'm trying to say. They're all movies as a unit. The beast system is in place. It just hasn't been apparent and moving on the world scene in a way that everyone can go, oh, that's it. You know, that's what's happening. So, um, <clears throat> but if you're a believer and you're watching the signs and you're listening, you won't be getting the mark. Now, this guy in um, Italy, and it's been on the news and everything. Uh, I'll post a little thing about it. So this guy in Italy, um, and it's been on the news and went viral. Get his COVID-19 vaccination QR code tattooed on his arm. You know, just in case he forgot it, going out for a good time. The 22-year-old telling a local news outlet he just likes to be different. Hmm. 
roll. So he got a tattoo of the QR code on his arm, and that's his COVID passport. So that is going to give us a picture of what the mark looks like. I really believe since the, the number of the 666 is the um, code, the computer code, I forget what it's called right now. It's the binary code. I just had a brain freeze. I couldn't remember what it was. So the Hebrew letters uh, in the binary code, which look like zeros and ones, are all zeros and sixes uh, in Hebrew. Um, they look like the, the Vav and the, sorry, they look like the Vav and the, the zero, the O is the Samek, that's 60, and then the Vav. Okay, so it's the binary code. Um, the binary code, it looks like zero, 01, zero, 01. Everything's coded with those numbers, but the one, a Vav in Hebrew looks like the one, and the zero uh, looks like the Samek in Hebrew. So you can find that information on my blog. I have that in detailed information on my blog. Also the mark, uh, the COVID passport, the green passport in Israel, the mark is written, passport is written in Hebrew as the mark and it is exactly the same as the Hebrew scripture where it talks about the mark. So I've posted that here as well. Okay the um, people know what coding is. Um, those numbers, um, zero and one, are in Hebrew. Hebrew letters have numbers. Those are the, those numbers in the code, the coding of the computers is the 666. They add up to 666 because there's zero and six um, and 600. So you can look at my blog on that. The QR code, so that's a computer code, and it's a number of man. And we could, so you can see how that could easily become the mark of the beast that you have on your forehead or your right hand or arm. So it, everyone thought like, oh, this scary Antichrist guy is going to sit there and you're, you're going to get in a line and you're stamped, you know, with this mark. But it could be as simple as I need to get that tattooed on my arm so it's easier when I go through the airports and travel internationally. So um, you can see how deceptive even the mark of the beast might be. Now there's 450 airports now that can communicate uh, with the COVID passport. And remember I said, um, so I had, I took you guys back to Glenn Beck's video of IBM. So Hitler, the only way he could execute that many Jews and keep track was he used IBM and IBM worked with Germany. And this is not something I made up. Uh, you can look up Glenn Beck and there's the guy who wrote a book on it. And so they used IBM numbering system and they had the number tattooed on each of the Jews' arms. And that's the way they were able to execute so many and keep track of them. So IBM is already linked up with the mark and the COVID passport. 
and more than 450 airlines can now use IBM's blockchain based on the vaccine passport. So IBM is behind the passport in, in New York and it's behind the, the one, the, all of the passports. Right now they're trying to figure out a way where all the COVID passports can communicate so that they are all, that will become that B system and that mark of the B system. So I hope that that makes sense to you. I have a lot of information. You can look at my back stuff on it. But again, so the harvest, so we're in this time. We're in this time. The revelation signs happen. The false prophet is here. The mark is here. The little horn is moving behind these terrorist groups. And they are now more connected with the UAE than ever. And then we also have Russia and China and Iran. So they are doing um, military exercises together in the Persian Gulf. And we believe they're also hooked up with the UAE. So you can see the beast is formed. And if you're watching, um, there is so many signs of it. But you have to be aware of the Lord's subtlety and how he is hiding it. I'm still saying he's hiding from the wise. He's hiding from those who think they had it all figured out. And I don't think I have it all figured out. I just feel that um, we... You know, I feel the Lord has shown us some things and we're just trying to get the information out. So in um, Revelation 14, 14, I looked and there before me was a white cloud and seated on the cloud was a son of man with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. So the son of man is Jesus and he held a sharp sickle in his hand. And then another angel came out with a loud voice and said, Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Okay, so a sickle is um, something that you harvest grain with. Uh, someone had a vision of me, which was really cool, that I was um, standing in a field with a sickle and I was ready to harvest um, the souls that I've possibly prayed for in my whole life. And um, you say if we reap, if we sow with tears, we'll reap in joy and great will be the harvest that we bring back with us. And, but I just, uh, in thinking of the harvest, I don't want to make people afraid. I just want to make you think of the harvest in a different way than we may have thought because in the, those Revelation verses, again, the Lord says that the, he'll allow the little horn to rise up and overcome the saints, overcome the saints. So when we see, if we do see, if we start to see uh, the, the martyrdom, if we start to see beheadings, if we start to see this is not to shrink back. We need to have faith that the Lord himself is causing a great harvest. Every single blood that's shed, like just like his son. So his son, when he Jesus died on the cross, he harvested the whole world. He created a way for the whole world to come in. And every martyr is not in vain. If the Lord uh, calls you to be a martyr, and if you are have the honor of being a martyr, um, then like when Stephen was the first martyr, he looked up when they were stoning him. When the Jews, the Jewish leaders were stoning him, he looked up. 
possibly he didn't even feel pain. He looked up and he could see the Son of Man coming on the clouds and riding in the clouds. And But when he was martyred with such joy in his face, the Jewish leaders, they fell on their feet and they said, maybe he was of God. Maybe he was of God. Maybe he was speaking the truth. And maybe he was of the Lord. Maybe the, the Lord did was crucified for us. So our thoughts are not his thoughts and his ways are not his our ways. And we, we have to get a handle on that. His kingdom is not of this earth. It has never been of this earth. This earth is going to be destroyed. And there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And the Lord is actively moving to destroy this earth right now. The floods and the fires and all the catastrophes. So we were thinking that people will be starting to die in a greater number now. And that's happening. I mean, the flood in Germany was the last great flood came up to like a doorway. And this last flood that destroyed hundreds of people or I can't, I don't know how many, I think 160 the flood came up to the third story of the building. The fires, we've known about the fires going on in Greece, in Turkey, in western United States in, in uh, around August 15th or so. There were 1,381 active fires going on in the U.S. And in Russia, the fires were so bad, they called them worse than what was going on in the U.S. and in Turkey and in Athens. So Greece was just flaming. Greece was just blowing up in flames. So we don't want to hang on to this earth. You don't want to hang on to this earth. You know, enjoy what you can while it's here. I enjoy my garden. I enjoy the flowers. I'm thankful but when I saw the end of the universe and the universe began to scroll um, in 2000, God gave me that vision. And the universe looked like a parchment and I, it was started to peel back and the stars were falling and um, there was nothing to hold on to except for the word of God. Just the word of God. So just have your Bible with you. Read your word. Know your word. Jesus is the word made flesh. Communicate with Jesus. Have a relationship with Jesus. It's time to give your life to Jesus and Jesus only. The false prophet, the Pope, has they have thrown out Jesus. The, the Islam has never known Jesus. Um, there's something like six to 8,000 Christians in Afghanistan now. They may not get out. They may. I'm not saying... Uh, it's going to happen. I pray they don't, but perhaps the harvest is different than what we think. And perhaps the blood of the martyrs will lay a foundation for the last great harvest of the earth, just like the martyrs laid the foundation of the church in the beginning, which caused 2,000 years of fruit, 2,000 years of fruit. Um, and martyrs all during that time every single martyr causes others to be saved and in Islam it's been so bad because the the minute they get saved they tell everyone and then they get martyred but then all these other people get saved so all these souls have eternal life forever which is what our goal is so as the little horn moves uh yeah as these terrorist groups move as Russia and China, you know, perhaps move and even maybe attack us like some people have had visions, we are moving in the kingdom and the power in the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, the more 
persecution, the more he will pour out his spirit. And when we're in the shadow of death, we don't fear evil. And when we're in the presence of our enemies, he anoints us and gives us a meal, gives us a feast in the presence of our enemies. So don't fear the one who can kill your body, but fear the one who, when your body is dead, he can cast it into hell. And remember that everyone who doesn't believe in him, it will go to hell. They will be separated from forever. So try to pray and have a heart. Have a heart for, for souls. Have a heart even for the Taliban, even for those lost in these um, things. The lockdowns are crazy now. I don't know if you guys know, but like in Australia, I mean, the whole country's locked down. You get arrested if you go outside, if you're even gathering for any reason. Um, the, the fires I've talked about, the floods I've talked about, um, Paul Bagley always really gives some great updates on what's going on in the world. Uh, he's got a big team, so he's able to do that better than I can. So I encourage you to watch him. But I don't think his eschatology is on track. Uh, I don't think he believes the Lord's coming quite as soon as he is. Um, so remember, the Lord's mercy has not run out. Time has run out. Time has run out. Just get under the blood. Pray for your children. Pray that they will get with him, get right with him. Pray for those that maybe you've stopped praying for. Um, I was encouraged to do that. I was listening to someone's word on that. Just to uh, believe that the Lord can do anything. He's mighty. He can do miracles. And he is not stopping to do miracles in these last days. Um, Biden, I do believe the Lord put him in office for a reason. So I, I you know, I, tr I, I just advocate again, don't trust in a man. Don't trust that uh, we're going to move back into a time of peace. But like my America um, videos and thoughts, I believe there will be pockets of safe zones in America. And that could be while he's, the Lord's allowing these people to come in. You know, it could even be, I mean, I'm not saying this is happening, but it's, it could even be why Biden is blundering so bad in Afghanistan. It could be because the Lord wanted to lift out about 90,000 people for his purposes to get them here. And then his great harvest uh, beginning possibly with the, the martyrs uh, that possibly might be martyred. Um, God has a reason. He has a timing. And I hope that these, um, these videos bless you. I hope that you are staying in him. I certainly am, and we're not, I'm not perfect, I'm not anything, I'm nothing, I'm nothing on the planet, like um, St. Francis, he said, up to now, I have done nothing, and like, look at what he's done, like, he's so, like, he's so amazing, I'm not even, like, I'm like a worm, <laughs> I'm like a worm among men, like, um, I think Paul said, uh, so it's all the Lord, the Lord is our shepherd, and he will call us faithfully over. And I'm just going to leave you this little song. It's this old pastor. I just used to love him. But he's like, listen to the shepherd. Listen to the shepherd. Calling us, calling us over. He will guide us safely. He will guide us safely, calling, calling us over. He's calling us over to the promised land. 
and we're going to go with him. He's going to hold our hand. Oh, the Lord is with us. He's with you now. He's with you. He's with you. We got to trust in him. We got to trust in him. His kingdom's not of this earth. We got to trust in him and trust in him. He gave everything to save us. So I praise you, Lord, and I praise you and call us home. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I pray for all those listeners that are listening. Thank you for if you're listening and you're translating this. And if you could translate it and get it out to as many people as possible. I believe the Lord wants to hide people. I believe he wants them not to be in the system. I believe he wants them to know what's going on. So thank you, Lord, that the harvest has begun. The great harvest, no matter what that looks like. I praise you and thank you, and it means you are one step closer to coming. And the second harvest is the harvest of the tares, the ones that did not bear fruit, and they will be cast into hell. So don't worry, brothers and sisters, no matter how ugly it gets, those people will not know him forever and ever and ever. They'll be in torment forever and ever, and we don't want that. So pray for your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Do good to those who despite you and use you. And I pray for courage and strength over every believer right now. And no matter what happens, I pray for their uh, courage in the Lord. And the Lord is with them and goes before them. So thanks for tuning in. And I'll hope to uh, have another video soon. Thanks. God bless. Messiah, the new Jerusalem.